every voice, every vote. West Philly Voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking the contemporary. Gotta spit the truth, for the lies they attempt to bury. Why we always make the music, gotta make the club Man, to make it tougher, then give you some substance. Won't you hear the music? You know just what the difference is. How the similarities insinuate your differences. Hold the homie feet, everything has a place in the time. So when we make them paint their head, make sure we feed their mind. See you listening to a man who used to live about the stories. I let you buy the bar, I gotta pay off my money. Jimmy Bonds, man, the truth. Stay up on some new shit. Stay up in some new kicks. Stay about the news clips. News clips. News clips. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bonds Podcast right here on WPEB Radio 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. What's good, family? What's good? What's good? Ty, we got another episode, bro. Yes. I'm, I'm happy about this, man. I'm really happy about this. Okay. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or your questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Jimmy Bonds Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Bonds. Make sure you join the Jimmy Bond Podcast Facebook group. Let's continue to open the dialogue. Moving right along, family. Tonight, 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 we have a special guest. We have a couple special guests. Yes. But this is pertaining to our project here at WPEB, Every Voice, Every Vote, which is very important. It's very vital. It's one of those things that, you know, people like to talk about voting. They think there's too much people trying to influence them to vote. But I think this is a very important conversation we have to have, um, not just for our community, but for the people we service on a daily basis. Um, so tonight we have some we have some local guests, local leaders. I, I, I'm super excited to have her on time. Super excited to hear her her perspective. Yes. Um, but before we introduce our guests and our, our team that's here with us today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about just our project and what we're doing. Um, every voice, every vote. Um, I think it's a very important project because a lot of times people don't think voting is. People think you know I don't want to vote because nothing's going to change, and I think that that's a. That's an ill-advised way of thought. I think you have to really think about more than just going to the ballot and putting your putting you know checking off some names in a box and then putting it in a box. It's way more than that. It's it's not just that. There's a lot that goes on even after that and even before that. So the whole voting thing and the whole even elections and and considering candidates is a bigger thing than just let me check this box. I know these people. Let me go put this in the box, right? So what I thought was important was that we pick some different subjects pertaining to voting itself. So over the course of this project, family, we're going to be talking about um, local leadership, which we have here tonight. We're going to be talking about affirmative action. We're going to be talking about health care. We're going to be talking about education. We're going to be talking about the youth vote and why that's important and why a lot of times people don't focus on the youth vote. Um, but I thought it was important to talk about all these aspects of voting because it, voting has many components and not just one thing, right? Right. So, with that being said, I want to introduce our guest tonight, who I'm so humble and thankful to come on the show, Ty. Miss mm-hmm. Leanna Rollcloud, family. She's in the building. If you don't know who Miss Leanna Rollcloud is, she's the vice president of the Yaneboro City Council. She's been serving since 2020. And I had a chance to actually have a conversation with her offline. And I found this woman to be entertaining, knowledgeable, substantive important, vital, crucial, and open. Very much authentic as well. Let me not let me not forget that. So family, she is definitely one of the type of people that you see people in the community activists and you know they always wonder how come y'all never get on? But Miss Leanna worked hard and she got her seat. So I wanna welcome her to the show, Miss Leanna Rollcloud. Welcome to the show, Miss Leanna. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Oh, listen, listen, no, it's, it's 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 a pleasure. We are very humbled to have you on tonight. Thankful that you took the time out to talk to us. So tonight, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, leadership and, and what's it mean for voting, I guess, in, in your leadership capacity. How how from your perspective as a as a leader in the community, why is voting important? 
Voting is very important because it deals with every aspect of your life, especially your local government. Your local government dictates your immediate lifestyle, your quality of life, your education. Everything about your everyday life is starts with your local government. Do you think people don't view it as important as, say, the national aspect of it? I don't believe they do. Here's, here's my thing, Ty, and we can talk about this all the time. Yes. You can walk down the street and ask somebody. Me, me and Brother David talking about this yesterday. You can walk down the street and ask somebody, who is your local state rep? Not a clue. Who is, who's on your city council? Not a clue. Mm-hmm. They might know the mayor or the DA for that matter. They know the DA most because of crime, right? Right. They don't know who the solicitor is. They don't know who the who the tax collector is. They don't know who even the sheriff. They have no clue who they are. But these are the people that are more important, even than your congressperson, even than your governor, right. even the president. These people that you don't know are the people that you can connect with one on one in your own community to get you to get you the resources that you need. And a lot of times. We, people don't know. They're not interested. They don't. They don't really care. And it's like, how can you not care about your own livelihood? You know, even from jobs and wages and everything like that. How can you not care about it? But that's what I find. A lot of people just don't know who their representative is. Why do you think that is? I'm not sure that it's because they don't care. I believe that a lot of people are um, reactive. Uh-huh. They don't think about it until they need something. Mm. And I feel that's why a lot of people kind of just go about their everyday life and not really think about things until something comes up. Something as simple as you apply for a job and then they ask you for a copy of your Social Security card. Right. A lot of people don't. The younger folks don't have it. No, they don't. For You're some right. reason. I don't know why. You're I right. still have mine, the original, and I'm, I'm a little up there. Oh, you, got, Ty, you got the original, too? Yes. You got the OG joint, huh? The one with the with the, with the, uh, the typed numbers on it. Not the printed numbers, the typed numbers, yeah. right? All right. With some yellow, like, I don't even talk about But, uh, so, I mean, because I hear this all the time, right? You know, I don't know who my local leader is, you know, they're not going to do anything anyway. They're all the same. When you hear that, what, what is, as a leader in your standpoint, what, what does that make you think that, that they think that all, you know, local leaders or even local politicians are the same? When I, when I hear that personally, it bothers me a great deal. Why is that? Because they're not all the same. You have people who, who talk the talk. Yeah. And... The others walk it. Yeah. So they're not the same. Yeah. You have to be mindful of the ones that do a lot of talking and watch the ones that are very quiet because it's the quiet ones that are actually behind the scenes making a difference. Getting the work done. Exactly. Yeah. So in saying that, you know, a lot of, a lot of local leaders, you know, they, they do things for the camera. When the cameras come, they're ready to show. Yes. And um, that's just, you know, for my years of working in a newspaper, that's something I've always noticed. When the cameras come or the media comes, they button up, you know, suit right, everything was correct. But when that's gone, they off doing something else. You know, they're off not assisting the people in the community that need the help. Um, and I always thought that that was something I just, it always rubbed me the wrong way. But I understand what, I understood how they felt about their position. You know, and and why I guess they didn't have to answer anybody in a sense. You know, um, and that was some, that's something I always feel like as as leaders, maybe they're not aware of the fact that people are watching them on a continuous basis, or maybe maybe they they're not it's not concerning to them. You know, so it just always made me feel like they don't they're not for the people as much as some people say they're for the people. Well, that's absolutely true. A lot of times they're not for the people. And they only have that um, sense of, I can do what I want. I don't have to answer to anyone. It's because the people do not understand the power that they actually hold. Ain't that what I say all the time? Yeah. 
what, and and so in saying that, Miss Leanna, I stress the importance of how much your vote matters, and why you, why you need to demand more for your vote, not not just be like, okay, well, I'm gonna go vote and these people and get elected. They need your vote to get elected. So if they need your vote to get elected, we as constituents have to have we have to we have to understand we have more power than what we even realize. We put these people in office, and if we put them in office, then it's our job to also hold them accountable. Now, that's just my opinion, Ty. You know, that's just me being me. That's how I am. Some people don't think like that. You know, some people think, okay, they're in office, they're going to do their job. But, you see, I don't don't trust people, right? And I don't mean that in in a real negative way. I don't trust people in the sense of I can't trust you. I can't trust what you're going to say until I see you do something. So you might tell me that you want to fix up the roads, get all the potholes done. That might be your campaign. Right. But until you do that, I don't trust that. And as a as a as a voter, I'm looking at it like, you know, I'm a man of my word. That's the way I am. So why can't you be the same? You know, why can't it be reciprocated where I keep my word with you and you keep your word with me? And that way, we, we form a bond that, that's stronger in the community. Because then I now I can trust you. Now I can believe that whatever I, whatever I bring to your, your table, you're going to take a concern with. You're going to be like, hey, I understand what you're going through. You know, let me try to help out. But that's not what happens. <laughs> that's not what happens on, on a regular basis. Okay. On a regular basis. And I, you should see her face, Ty. Yeah. You see, you see she, said, she said, okay. Okay, tell me what your thoughts. What are your thoughts? Well, you have to, people have to realize um, in government, Things only move by a majority vote. So, for instance, when I ran, I my platform was code enforcement. And whenever I'm at a legislative meeting or a workshop meeting, I'm speaking on code, code. issues. Okay? Right. And legislative meeting, if there's some type of ordinance or code that need to be created and passed... I'll put that on the floor. But if I don't get the majority vote, it doesn't go through. So that means I can't do it by myself. But if I have the people there yeah. that witness, oh, she's she's doing what she said she was going to do, yeah. but she can't get nothing done because the other, the other people, they don't want to vote for it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I understand so, completely what you're saying. So you have to actually, you have to attend some of these meetings. You have to look at the minutes and see who voted for what, what type of motions was put on the floor. Yeah. And that's when you'll see who's actually walking the walk and who's actually just talking. Yeah. And and that's a that's a lot for people to understand. And And thank you for breaking that down because I don't think people understand what goes into progress like you said one of the things that was important was yes your 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 platform was code enforcement and making sure things were up to code making sure they need they need to be where they are safety factors as well but if you don't have six other people voting the same way that you're voting that's not going to get done right and i mean that that is democracy but that's kind of like like so if if i have if if the if a building's about to collapse and we got to take a vote on whether condemning this building or not condemning this building. Right. And I got, I got out of six, I got three people that said it or two people that said that, you know, we should condemn it. And the other ones are like, nah, we can just leave it up. Right. And that building falls and hurts somebody. In the end, I'm looking like, that's obvious. I should have voted for this. <laughs> it's, right. it's the obvious thing, right? So why didn't you? Why we just let the building fall? Right. And, and that's what it seems like there's a lot of buildings that are falling. If you understand what I mean, right. it seems like there's a lot of things in her situation that's like she might she might think that this is she might not even might she feels that this is the most important thing coding and enforcement. Right. But if if that falls by the wayside, if everybody else doesn't think it's important, then they're not they're not, not going to vote for it. I think that's one of the biggest challenges that some of these council members yeah. or people running have. Yeah, there's there's the aspect of there's no unity, like. If you're trying to get something done yeah. and your other party members are against what you're trying to do, it hurts everybody. It does. You know? 
It does. And I feel as though there's too much division within politics. You got the far left, the far right. I don't care about none of that. Why don't you just come together and let's fix this problem right here? But Todd, there, there, there's, more, there's not even just division in far right, far left. There's division in in their own party. That's true too. Yeah. I mean, That's and, true, and yes. primarily what we have to realize is the majority of our areas are, are left leaning. Left leaning mean they're on the they're more liberal leaning mm-hmm. than they are conservative leaning. See now that kind of. Speech is what turns people off. Well, see, they don't understand. And, and, and this is why people, the education of it is key. Yeah. Because it's a spectrum, right? There's a spectrum. In the middle is the centers. We go to the left, you're more liberal. You go to the right, you're more conservative, right. right? You go to the far, far right, you're more extreme. You go to the far, far left, you're probably hugging trees. Right. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So I'm sorry to my, my tree huggers out there. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, right? But I'm... I'm I'm, I'm, you got to understand the spectrum. If you don't understand the political spectrum, you don't understand what you're really up against. Because in, in some sense, take Miss Leanna, for example. Right. She goes in, she's fighting for her citizens, her constituents, to have the codes updated and have the codes correct. But she's in there fighting with people who don't think this is important. Who, Matter of fact, they don't think it's important. Whatever she has to say is not important. Hmm. And so when you have that kind of combat, you have that kind of division, the community's never going to move forward. We're always going to be in the same place. We're always going to be the status quo. We're always going to be sitting there, you know, angry and frustrated about why things are not changing. Mm-hmm. You know? In, in politics, they always say politics change takes a long time. You know? Civil rights movement, for example. Our people wanted to vote. But in their situation, the change for, to get their vote took years, took decades right. for them to even vote. So when you when you sit there and you look at that, I don't have enough time for change. Okay, I'm a black man. Right. You know, my my lifespan is not is not considered to be long. So the change that I need needs to be tomorrow. Yeah. Matter matter of fact, it needed to be yesterday. yesterday yeah. I, I can't <laughs> wait another ten twenty years for that to happen. Right. right? So and and I'm rambling. I, I'm yeah. sorry, Miss Leanne. I I get on my tangent no sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, you, I mean, you can have this type of system. And it be productive for the for the citizens. You can't have it. It's not going to work. Right. So again, my tangent. Sorry, family. I think that's the first one I'm gonna do for right now. All right. But um, go ahead, Ty. What are you gonna yeah. say? So, Miss Leanna, I'm I'm not there, but behind the scenes, when you see these challenges where there's division amongst your own peers, how do you have to how do you address that? It's very difficult. Yes. It's very difficult, especially when you're dealing with issues that are detrimental to people. Right. Um, there's not a whole lot of time, yeah. you know, for the back and forth. I mean, it's clear cut. Something as simple as, you know, we need an ordinance for, you know, abandoned cars. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And you have to go back and forth. It's like pulling teeth Hmm. just for everyone to understand why we should not have abandoned cars just sitting in your driveway. Hmm. It's a public safety hazard. And it's a quality of life. I don't want to see dilapidated (laughs) cars. You understand what I'm saying? So it's very difficult. So the way I deal with it, I bring it to the forefront. I bring it to the public and I will address the issue in front of the public and I will allow my co-counselors to um, express how they feel about it. And how they feel speaks for itself. How how do they feel though? When it doesn't get passed, what does it say? That's how how they feel. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They don't feel it important and now the people know. Yeah. Is not this one or that one, but is these individuals who are the problem. Understood. Okay. You understand? Okay. So it's about when people say they want to run for an elected office, they all start out with, you know, I want to do better for the community. But then as soon as they get in, they forget. They forget. And they're not doing anything. They want to throw a bunch of parties. Mm-hmm. They want to give you a hot dog and a hamburger. 
little you, community event time. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on out, get the balloons. And that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, get the balloons in, in, the, in the jump in the jump centers for the kids. Yeah. All right, bring that out. Bring a DJ ball, and we got it. We good, right? Right, but that doesn't help the community. <laughs> you want to feed them for a day. Yeah. I want to feed them for the year. Yeah, see. Understand. You understand what I'm see. saying? Yeah, for sure. You teach a man how to fish, he's going to be able to eat for life. Yep. I say I always say it's the equivalent of chasing that girl, and you've been chasing her, chasing her, chasing her, and you finally get her, and you stop doing the things you did when you before you got her. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Now look at it. Look at she. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, well, it's not right. <laughs> I can't say nothing to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's 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 the, that's the analogy I would use in order yeah. to really you know that that's the way I feel about it. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, I, Ty, I couldn't imagine, and you know me, I'm 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 watching your videos, Miss Leanna, and I'm sitting there saying like, but they think she outspoken. Don't put me on no seat. <laughs> Them black folks probably be like, get this dude out of here, please. Don't let him come back because I would be just like her. Right. Well, sometimes you need complete constructive change. You and do. And is probably implementing that, and you some people do. can't take it. You, you do. Know? If they had three of her on there, they would be a lot further ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but you do you do need change that's like, you can't, If I got to wake you up, yeah. all right? I got to do something. I got to come shake you out the bed, because y'all mm-hmm. sleep. Y'all, y'all, y'all sleep, and y'all sleeping on the job. And I mean literally. I mean literally sleeping on the job. Yeah. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not taking care of your constituents. So you sleep. So in some way, shape, or form, I got to wake you up. And if you don't like the way I wake you up, I mean, who likes to be waking up abruptly, right? Right. If you don't like that, that means that means you need to wake. You know, I ain't talking about being woke because I hate that word. Yeah. Everybody's screaming about being woke. I'm right. woke. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Because if right. you weren't woke back 40 years ago, you, you missed out. Right. You, you would sleep, okay? Mm-hmm. But the whole point of it is we, we have to figure out how to wake them up. And one way to figure that out, it's to vote. Okay. Vote them out. That's how you wake them up. That's how you get an, uh, an alarm. The alarm goes off then. Mm-hmm. Now, now, you're too late now. You voted out. But it's a learning lesson. And I don't think this is lessons that they want to really learn. You know, I don't think right. it's lessons that they understand. I could write billions of stories about how dysfunctional it is. Does that mean it's going to change the dysfunction? No. You know, we can say and talk to be blue in the face. Does that mean it's going to change it? No. So what are we going to do? Vote them out. Mm-hmm. If we're not happy about something, if I'm not happy, if I'm not happy in my marriage, what do I do? I get a divorce. I don't stay in a marriage, right? Right. If if I feel like if I feel like my views are not being heard, I'm not going to keep talking. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take action, whatever action I can, to change my my circumstances, change my reality. So in a sense, for me. You got to vote. You got to vote them out. If you want change in your community and things are not going, things have been the same and they're not changing, you got to vote those people out. For that to happen, people have to be educated. Very much. Political science, on the science of politics. Very much. I think they have to be educated first. Absolutely. Then they can make a sound decision, you know, for sure. the proper vote on which candidate to vote for, you know. Yeah. And that's what's missing, that, that political science being taught to the community. We don't have that. I mean, th- we're not taught the sciences of politics, no. war, religion, no. economics, education, right. entertainment. We're not taught those science. No, but but, but but Miss Leanna just gave the the perfect step one one on one political science. Yes. If it's not a majority rule, nothing moves, right. nothing passes. And also, in addition to being educated with respect to you know political science. Unfortunately, people tend to, they want to be loyal Hmm. to individuals that they know. So if my friend is running, I'm going to vote for my friend. Mm -hmm. I know my friend don't have no business in anybody's elected (laughs) seat, (laughs) but I'm going to vote for my friend because that's my friend. You understand what I'm saying? And it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. And that's, and I mean, I can understand that in a, in a community as the size, not just of Yaden, but any other boroughs that's the same size, mm-hmm. like, it's a very everybody knows everybody type of environment. Right. So, yeah, like, if if my friend, my boy who brought me some ribs last week is running, you know, we had a great barbecue. He's great mm-hmm. to hang out with. Right. I'm going to go vote for him. Right. He might be great to hang out with, but he's a horrible politician. It don't, that don't matter. But I still, I still my boy, so I'm going to go vote for him. I'm going to support. 
you know how they say Ty, you're gonna support. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you're gonna support. But I I mean <laughs> I mean I love my boys, right? I I got I have great friends, but some friends I know they wouldn't be good for that position. Right. right. That wouldn't that wouldn't be the right. that wouldn't be the best suited for them. Right. And like for me, I couldn't be a police officer. I wouldn't be suited for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't right. be a good cop. Yeah, that's not my job, right? Right. But favoritism, um, nepotism. Yes. Um, cronyism. Cronyism. Um, all the isms yes. that come along with politics. Yes. Which is why people are turned off. Right. If if you could if you could just think about it, how many people would you say, and percentage wise, would you say, and in Yaden voted last last election. Percentage-wise, it wasn't a high percentage at all. No, we talking twenty, no. thirty, maybe wow. about thirty. <laughs> it wasn't a high percentage. Thirty percent of the people voted. Thirty percent. That's seventy percent who didn't. <laughs> That's Why do you a think lot it was of such a, such a, I guess, turn off or. Um, I think it's a combination of things. Um, lack of education. One, um, and Yaden is a older community mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a few things that's going on that you know contributes to that low turnout, um, and of course the nonsense that they hear about. See, I said hear about. Yeah, they hear about the nonsense. They don't. That's they but. They listen to what they hear. Yeah. They don't find out for themselves what actually took place. Yeah. So that's a big problem as well. Yeah. Like I said before, you know, we're so used to accepting crumbs. <clears throat> if someone offer us, you know, a, a hot dog and a good time, we okay. <laughs> I'm going to put you, you know... <laughs> We're always we're we're always put in a position to struggle when others are put in a position of power. Yeah. And then when we finally get the opportunity to get in a position to make a change, we don't do it. Our heads swell up. Yeah. Now we want to get cute. Yeah. We want to be the boss. Yeah. You know, exactly. Hate that word. Me too. Hate it. You know, even now when people. See me, and they may address me as counselor. I said, please don't do that, especially if I'm not in chambers. Okay. Outside of chambers, I'm Liana. You understand? And those titles don't mean anything to me. My name is my title. Yeah. 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 Now, if my name don't move you, a title's not going to move you. <laughs> so I don't need it. That's real. So we need to... We really need to take it back to the basics. We need ground roots, mm. grassroots, mm-hmm. and we need to start speaking up. We have gotten complacent. Mm. The older ones who, who have been involved in the civil rights movement, and, I mean, we had some speakers we did. back then. We did. And it, everybody was with it. Yeah. But now it's like, the, I'm afraid. Oh, so, I mean, see, you're talking about something, right? Yeah. The, there there are no speakers for our community or our generation right now. We have some, Ty. but you don't hear them. Um, no, you, you don't you, hear them. Nobody's paying attention. I don't need to see Al Sharpton no more. And that's not, I know that's not who you're talking about. I know that's not who you're talking about. I know that's not who you're talking about. But I'm saying more just like, you know, I mean, we come from an era of, the dynamic speakers, right? Even even the Farrakhans, right. even people don't like Farrakhan. Dynamic speakers. That's what I mean. Those, mm-hmm. but you don't hear them. No, you don't you hear know? them. Well, I will say this: we have them, but those are individuals aren't the ones we want to listen to. No, we want to listen to the ones that that are popular. You understand? Yes. But we don't want to listen to the average person out there that is really saying something to yeah, you. It's true. That's I mean, our problem. I mean, I know, I know, Miss Lena, you're not on uh, social media. But if you scroll social media and you look at the things that, that people like on social media and the things that people don't like on social media, when I mean don't like, I mean don't click the like button, it's nothing positive. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's nothing positive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not often about progression, not often about a- improving people. You know, that that positivity 
is not something that people really look look to. They look for negativity. Yes. Negativity is entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I need to find as much negative stuff as I can to be entertained. So if, you know, somebody comes on talking about coding and why coding is important, why being up to code is important, they might not. I don't want to hear nothing about no coding. What's she talking about? Not realizing that, bro, you live in a house? Are you, are you renting? Really? If, well, if you rent, I think you should should know about the codes. Know about the make sure your landlord is up to code. Make sure your landlord, your like electrics and your heating, all that stuff is correct. You should care about this. This is your livelihood every day, but that's not what's important. Well, code is your quality of life. Hmm. It's your quality of life. We all complain about you know how things look and while our neighborhood, our certain neighborhoods look a certain way. Yeah, that falls back on code enforcement. You understand? There's property maintenance codes and ordinances. Not just in little old Yayton, but Philadelphia as well. Period. You know, I don't see the little code cars in Philadelphia riding around and saying, why we got this building is in violation, it's missing bricks, it's falling. Look at the lot filled with trash. You understand what I'm saying? And then we have residents living right next to us. So I will be upset yep. living next to a lot that's filled with trash. See, and, and, and Miss, Miss Anna isn't somebody that uh, <laughs> that's just lived in Yaden her whole life. She lived in Philly. She had that experience, you know. So she knows what Philly has to offer as far as as far as that. What's it? Sixteen years. I only been away from Philly for sixteen years. Sixteen years <laughs> ain't, ain't much change. I know. <laughs> <laughs> ain't much change. I ain't gonna say it's still the same, but ain't much change. I ain't know. much change. But um, it's it's a. I always find it interesting when you hear it from somebody who's sitting on the council, somebody who's sitting in your seat, because, you know, we we as constituents, oh man, we always got stuff to say. We all listen. Why can't you just change it? How you been changing? Well, I don't understand. Just vote for it and, and change it, but. That's not the way it is. It's not that easy. It's not the way it works. No. Which is why we go back to it. It's vital that people vote. Yeah. It's vital that people vote. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about voting and what else is on the ballot besides names. So wh- uh, how much, what is your vote worth? What other components are in your vote than just a name of a person that's there? You know, and your vote could be, it could, for some people, it could be, you know, I need to get my electricity bill down. For some people, it could be, you know, I need to pay my water bill. I need these gas prices to go down. Whatever it may be, it's a, everyone has a different reason as to why they're voting. It's not just I'm voting for this name. There's a reason why you go to the ballot. There's a reason. So I'm going to yeah. talk to you about those reasons. Um, but, family, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, you can call us with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-N-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast right here on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. You're listening to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast right here on WPEB. 88.1 FM, and welcome Philadelphia. Welcome back to Jimmy Bonds Podcast right here on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. Family remember you can call us with your comments or your questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we'll continue our project, Every Voice, Every Vote. Luckily enough to be joined here by Miss Leanna. Roll Cloud. She is the vice president um, of the council of Yaden Borough. She actually just dropped some bars, as me and Ty say. Yeah. Drop some knowledge, drop some jewels. People, they need that. You need them bars in your life. You don't have yeah. no bars in your life. Something's wrong with you. You got to get them. You got to get them. They feed the soul. But um, before before we took the break, I was talking to Miss Leanna about um, the importance of what else is on that ballot other than those names. A lot of times people just see names. Oh, you know, I see James Smith. You know, Julie Cartwright, but there's so much more on there than just a name. What What do you think? Is, what do you think is is the other additional components on that ballot? Are you asking physically? I mean, physically, no. This is this is names on paper. It's just names on a piece of paper. That's that's what really it is. But really, in a in a 
overall sense overall sense of it what what's behind that vote what's behind that 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 ballot what's behind the ballot it basically is what does that name stand for yeah that's what it's all about yeah what does that name stand for when that name is is verbalized what's the first thing that comes to your mind right 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 if you have a name that's verbalized to you and nothing comes to mind, you didn't hear of anything that that person has done. That's true. So if <laughs> you true. don't know what they have done, how can you vote for that person? That's why it's important before you go to the, the, the polling place mm-hmm. to do your research mm. on the names. What you say? Research. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That, Hold on, Ty. Hold yeah, on, Ty. I know. Hold on, Ty. I know. Hold on, Ty. Survey said. <sighs> I love my people. I, I love my people. That's my biggest thing, research. I, I love my people. I will Ty, research listen, until there's no research. He is research. Dr. Research. This is Dr. This boy researches. Mm-hmm. I thought I researched bad. No, this dude is. If it's out there, I will find it. He, no, he will. <laughs> he'll dig deep in it. He'll go down to, he'll go down to the Library of Congress mm-hmm. and put the white gloves on and I do will. the research, okay? Will, yes. I'm, I'm talking about research, right? Yes. But that word, oh my goodness. Like like we, we gotta research. We do. We gotta inform ourselves of what we're getting into. Yes. And cause listen, we getting into it. Yeah. So cause when you vote and it go the other way, now you into it. Exactly. So it's like we have to learn about the importance of, of who you're voting for. Who is that person? What they stand for. What are they what what, what beliefs do they have? You know, what what I would say, what's your philosophy? And I use philosophy a lot because I like the word, first of all. But second of all, because it it it's it tells your mindset. It talks about what kind of person you are. You know? I, I can sell you anything. Anybody can be a hustler and sell you anything. It's the one that follows through in the end that 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 you end up believing. You know, if I can sell you water and tell you it's cold but it's hot, I'm a great salesman. But if I can tell you water and tell you it's cold and it's really cold and you're, and you're refreshed from thirst, oh, now I got you. You know, and that's, that's what I think more than anything else. Like, there's no, they don't back up nothing they say. Right. They well, don't yeah, back yeah, it up. Some of, do. some of them do. Some of them. But some of them are also handcuffed, which I understand. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. not like, you know, not like Donald Trump handcuffed, but I mean handcuffed like they can't do any, they can't make the moves they need to make. Mm-hmm. Right. And Brother Dave said something. We was in a break, <clears throat> and I think this is this is this is what we got to do, Ty. You do got to make voting. Brother Dave said we got to make voting like a fad, make it like something real cool, right? Something cool everybody can get into. You know, if if voting was Gucci, everybody would vote, right? I mean Gucci, like I mean like I'm Gucci. I'm mean, talking about the designer Gucci, right? right? If voting was Nikes, <laughs> you know, everybody would vote. And I, I'm say that because those are cool. That's what people think are cool. So we, if we can equate that to voting, oh boy, we we be killing it. It's you know? cool to vote. It's cool to vote. It's cool to vote. It is cool to vote. I mean, I, I don't think it's. I can't. I'm listen. If you don't vote, don't don't take this next line out of context. It's not. It's not cool not to vote. You know, it's 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 cool to vote. But if you don't vote, then what you got to say? That's what I always say, Ty. If you if you're not voting, where's your voice? You know what? What are you doing? I see Miss Leanne over here pondering, right? <laughs> I, I can see her. I can see her wheels turning. What you, what you got? What you got? I understand. You do have. It's a shame that you have to make it cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame <laughs> that you have to do that, but it's the reality. It is. You know. Um, I don't. I feel like we don't think highly of ourselves. Hmm. Wait! 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 What? What'd she say? Brother Ty, what'd she say? I say that. I say that all the time. We don't think highly of ourselves. Because if we thought highly of ourselves, just knowing that our voice is worth something, we would be at those polling places every time a vote comes out. Yeah. I know my voice is worth something. Yeah. So I'm going to pull that lever. I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. Because I think highly of me. I think highly of my life. I'm important. 
But no, we don't think we're important. We think we're important, but we don't think we're important, right? And you're like, what are you talking right. about? So we think mm-hmm. we're important. We'll, we'll post a picture on social media, mm-hmm. you know, dollared up, do the whole thing, makeup, whole whole thing. And now I'm important, right? I look like, I at least look like I'm important. You have some followers. Yeah, you got followers, you got likes, all right? You got likes, you got followers. But in the grand scheme of things, what is really popping, no, you don't really think you're that important. Because if you thought it was, you were that important, you would focus on some other things. Right. You know, the Instagram picture is one thing. I'm talking more about your, like, like, like Councilwoman Leanne said, more about your everyday life. Yeah. You know what I mean? What affects your everyday life? What affects my everyday life? I mean, I always say, I wake up in the morning, I spend $20. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, well, how do, how do you do that? Because I got to pay for these things when that's around me. If right. I could find a way to save that $20 in the morning, I'm golden. Right. And if, if my vote got me to that point, <laughs> even better, right? Mm-hmm. So in some way, shape, or form, you're completely right. We don't think highly of ourselves. We don't take ourselves seriously enough to say, hey, you know, not just our vote matters, but my voice matters. How right. I feel about certain things matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you have people sometimes that get up 4 o'clock in the morning and go stand at the bus stop, right? Right. Cold, in the cold, mm-hmm. or better yet, in the heat. Or in the rain or whatever. There's nothing that, no patio or balcony, nothing they could just walk, well, I don't mean balcony, but anything they could just walk under and stand there. A shelter. A shelter, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if they brought that to the council, that would be something that maybe the council would have to, t- have to consider. I have constituents and citizens in my town who wake up in the morning, cold, dark, and dead of, dead of morning, as they would say. Mm-hmm. I, I go there, and there's nothing for them to protect them while they're in those elements. Right. And... That might seem so small to us, but it's huge to that person standing for waiting for that bus. Or better yet, maybe they have the power to get on to get the scepter and say, "Hey, can you run some more buses for us?" Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, mm-hmm. That just that's just my thinking, right? right. Mm-hmm. That's just as, as a, if I was a politician, I'm telling you, they they would not like me, Ty. Yeah, you'd be kicked mm-hmm. out. And, I, and, I wouldn't care though. Yeah. I wouldn't care. I'd still yeah. be out there in the streets rip, ripping and running. Like, let's get it right. Mm-hmm. But because um, I told you my platform, right? Yeah. My, my platform, four-day four work week. That's my platform. <laughs> four day Everybody know four-day work week. That's Jimmy Bond's platform, four-day work week, all right? Because we all, we all need three days off. Three days off? Boy, I, I'm a much better person. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Anyway, I, I think we have, to, um, we, have to, we have to value more of who we are yes. as a community yes. in order for our vote and our voice to be important, mm-hmm. right? Um. I think our ancestors, the ones that came before us, who probably couldn't live in Yaden back then. Okay, mm-hmm. am, I, am I speaking? Am I, am I? You know, read between the lines. Who couldn't live in Yaden back then? Mm-hmm. I think they're the ones who thought highly of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's not just Black Pride. You know, Black Power. I'm talking about they thought they felt highly about themselves, mm-hmm. whether they were smart, they had money, or they didn't have money. They cared about their, their, their quality of life, which is right. why they always felt like we needed to vote. You right. know, this ain't just people in the South I'm talking about. Right. Like, cause Pennsylvania is just one of the most racist states there are as well. People, don't don't get it twisted, okay? <laughs> All right, don't get it twisted. Pennsylvania, you got Philadelphia, and you got Pittsburgh. And in between, they call it Alabama. All right, mm-hmm. and this is this has just been, a, this is the old saying, right, this ain't me, this is OGs telling me this, okay? And when you think about that and what they had to contend with, why wouldn't we feel highly about ourselves? What they've already done, what they've already accomplished, you know? We don't have silver spoons. We swear we, swear we do. We swear that everything is okay now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything is just great and grand. Right. And as, as a black person in America, I can do anything I want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, And we are 60 years back. As much as everybody be like, well, you know, it's 2023. I can't believe this. Like, no, bro. We still in 1967. Technology has changed that. that you, know, techno- you don't have to work as hard as you used to. True. You can sit home and watch TV, flip through 100 channels. Yep. You don't have to go in. You don't have to go out into the public no more. You know, you don't have to. You can do everything from home. You can. You can order your food from home. You, you can. Have it delivered. You can. You can work from home. I can order my. I don't have to leave my house for anything. If I got a job and I'm working from home, I don't have to go nowhere. Yeah. I can order my food in. I can even call somebody here to watch my kids. You get what I mean? I can do, I don't have to do that. That's technology. But philosophy-wise. It plays a part because now you're getting 
those images put into your head all, all day long, you know? all day long, technology. all day long, and it's almost like it's blinded us from what's really important mm-hmm. and what's really vital, not just for our community but for for our our, our livelihood. Um, I don't like the fact that we don't value who we are as a community. I like the fact that we don't think about the things that our community's already done, what we've already accomplished. We forget that. We just act like it's just okay. And that's why I think bringing it right back to voting, they did so much for us that we don't even realize. I mean, God God, for, God forbid, okay? God rest my mom. She passed, was a teacher, taught me all this black history. God forbid that I didn't use what she taught me, not just to my advantage, but to help others. To show others there are examples of this already happening. Y'all just don't want to, y'all, y'all don't know about it. Matter of fact, I don't know if you even care about it. Mm. Too bad, I don't care you don't care. It's already been done. And we have examples. So in, in some way, shape, or form, we have to figure out how to make them feel like they're important. How to make them value who they are. And how do you do that? Ty, how would you do that? I don't know how I would do it. It's a challenge. Like again, like Miss Liana, you said that Yaden has a lot of it's older community. Yes. So you also mentioned that, I'm not saying it's a challenge, but it's a, I guess it's a challenge for them to come out and vote, or they feel as though they don't. It's, it's a challenge it's a for challenge. most to come out and vote. And also there is a disconnect okay. between the older residents and the younger residents. Okay. It's a big disconnect. Um, the... I remember when I first moved to Yale, and people looked at me as if I was an alien. Because you are. <laughs> <laughs> as they see now, right? <laughs> you know, and, and I would hear it when, you know, every time I would, you know, voice my concerns, you know, oh, these people coming from the city. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> well, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they say, though. That's what right? they say. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean. <laughs> like they lived in Gaten their whole life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they look at the ones that are moving in now. They're the troublemakers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're causing all of these problems. They're, they look at me as the troublemaker. Initially, I was. Beelzebub. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. I was Beelzebub. What John Lewis say? That was that good trouble, though? That ain't bad trouble. That's good trouble. Until people actually stopped and, and, and listened to what was actually being said, and they saw for themselves. I mean, it's been times where I would just put pictures of all the blight that I mm. came across, and now people were like, oh, wow. Yeah, the same ones that said, there she from the city, <laughs> bringing all this trouble. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So how do you make a person want better? I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to live next to a house that's, that's dilapidated and filled with trash in its front yard. Why would my neighbor want to live next door to someone like that? I don't know. What what can you do to make a person just want better? Maybe we have been so conditioned mm. to not want better. Mm. And when we're given a little bit of crumbs, we're like, oh, wow, we made it. Yep. <laughs> we have come far, but we still have a long way to go. Long way to go. And we don't even peep it. No, nope, we don't. Dr. King said he had a dream, and that that I guess it, it died when he died. I guess it did. You know, for some, for some, for others, you know, they keep the, keep the fight going on. They keep they keep you know keep hope alive. No offense to Jackson Jackson, I'm just saying like this is this is this is what it is. How do you get somebody to, to believe in them to to want more for themselves when they don't want more for themselves? You know, I don't think you can. So, in a sense, in, the, in that case, do you forget them? Are they not important? No. Mm, that's no. exactly, exactly. They are important. Yeah. So even if they come along at the end, it's still important they come along. Right. You know. Right. So even, even if they, I, I say like this: people, people follow crowds. So if you're able to 
create a crowd around an important topic, other people are going to join in. As weird as that is, that's just behavioral, right? So if, take example, something happened in Yaden. Everybody was up in arms about it. It might have been negative, but everybody was up in arms about it. If we could take the same thing for something positive and have people up in arms about something that needs to change, why couldn't we? We absolutely can. I think we can, too. It's a challenge. Yeah, but I'm always up for a challenge. I've always been the type that don't challenge me. Please don't. Don't challenge me. Cause, cause <laughs> tell them that. Don't, don't challenge me. Cause I'm I'm going I'm going to come at the challenge. All right? Like I I think I was born like yo challenge me. Come on God, I got you. Do it and I, I'm a win. But you know challenges make us who we are. Right. How many challenges have we had as black people? We, it's a challenge we wake up in the morning. Challenge. So if yeah. if if uh, we can't be afraid of the challenge. No. We have to be patient with the challenge as well. We can't just be like wow if you ain't getting it now you ain't never gonna get it. You gotta be patient with those people. You gotta set the tone, set the example. And watch them follow it. And they might not follow it tomorrow. They might not follow it next week. Give them some time. They'll find out what's important. You have to be consistent. You do. And consistency, consistency, mm-hmm. consistency is the, the most vital thing. We have to be consistent. We got to be consistent with the message about voting. We got to be consistent with the message about what we're voting for. We got to be consistent with the message that, that we relate to our people as to why voting is important. I don't think no people are consistent enough with that. Voting comes every two years. After those two years are over, people forget about it. They, it's not important no more. No more voting. I, I voted. I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like here it is, November the seventh, right? That's the next election day here in Philly. Right. Um, probably in some counties too. I think I think Upper Darby is mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. So come November, come before November one to the seventh, and definitely now in October. You're going to see so many ad campaigns just out there. You're going to be watching TV and be like, I'm so sick of these ads. Right. After November 7th, they stop. Right. <laughs> you know, they don't, they don't tell you about your, your, your local leaders, what they're doing. They don't, talk, they don't continue that conversation to say, hey, you know what your, you know what your state rep did? You know how they voted? You know, what, you know that's how you educate them. Mm-hmm. Keep them informed. Consistently keep them informed. Right. Not just voting season. But the whole season, right? Two years go by like that. You look up because another election. You know, I'm like, dang, I, I thought we was just good in this. Now we back in it again. And every place you live, it's a different election each year. So every two years, you're gonna vote state rep, mayors, whatever for the council. Great, you're gonna vote that. Then two years later, then you're voting for your congressperson, you're voting for your senator, you're voting for your governor, right? And and you're probably president at the same time. So at every two years, you're voting. You're voting again every two years. It's like having to get your license renewed. You got to do that every four years. Mm-hmm. But you got to vote every two years. So why not stay informed? Why not research? Right. Why not figure out, like, yo, why does light keep being out down here? What's going on with this light? My kids running around here. These dudes running through here with these cars. I need to talk to somebody about this. Go find out who your state rep is so they can adjust these things. You know? And go find out who your, your city council person is so they can adjust these things. You know? And... Again, I can ramble on about this forever. <laughs> you know, I don't mean to get, listen, my soapbox is my soapbox, but I, I got to get off of that joint sometimes. Anyway, so Miss Leanna, we, before we talking about decorum, right? And I hate the word decorum because decorum impedes progress. It stops progress from happening. If anybody remembers what happened with those, those state reps in Tennessee, they were kicked out of Tennessee's right. state assembly because of decorum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Decorum don't, doesn't get us anywhere. All right. So do you think decorum or progress is more important? Progress. Is progress something that is like talked about or is it happening consistently? Like something we can't see, you know what I mean? On a day to day basis, you can maybe you can't see the progress. You can see. Some progress. Some progress is absolutely tangible. You can see it. Yeah. You know, going back to code enforcement, if you have overgrown grass on a commercial property, which happens to be in, on one of your gateways, 
on your way home. Yeah. And now you see it's all mowed and dialed up. That's progress, right? Yeah, it's true. If you had a dilapidated car sitting in a common driveway and now it's gone, it's progress. If you have some extra policemen walking in the community, that means somebody hired them. That's progress. Yep. Yep. When you can be have your, your, your website look more like a professional website when you're trying to reach out to your <laughs> elected officials. She's not talking about that now. Don't worry. <laughs> That's progress, right? Sure. So you can absolutely see some forms of progress. No, you're right. Other progress includes when you have, you know, as an elected official, you should always work with your other elected officials, your state reps, your state senators, you know, so you can bring resources into your community. So when you're when you have a relationship and, and you're working on bringing monies into your community, that's progress. But you don't necessarily see it. Yeah. But it's progress. A yeah. conversation was had. It, it was a positive result. And as a result, we're going to get some monies that's going to go towards maybe a, 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 a recreation center or yeah. some sort of development yeah. in the community. Yeah. That's progress. Yeah, that's real. That's true. I mean, it, that, that's, that's, progress. I mean, that's progress in my eyes, right? Yes. I'm, I'm sure you've done a lot of that, haven't you? I try. <laughs> I try. When it comes to code enforcement, I'm on top. Wait, 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 man. She, she know her stuff. She know her stuff. I just I raise a lot of noise when it comes to um, code violations. And you should because it directly affects your quality of life, be it your safety, be it um, emotional. Hmm. Physical, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it affects everything about your life. It does. So if I see something that I know is a negative effect with towards people, I'm going to speak on it. What, what was the first thing you saw? We talked about this. What's one of the first things you saw in Yaden that made you be like, "Hey, I got to get in this code enforcement. I don't like that." I don't like that. I don't like a shopping that. cart. <laughs> <laughs> a shopping cart. <laughs> In somebody's house? <laughs> no, it was actually on the sidewalk. Wow. And <laughs> that sent me over the edge. <laughs> sent me over the edge. It's true, though, man. Listen, listen. You know, Pennsylvania, a lot of our, our cities and stuff or our towns, we live right next to each other. You know, and in some aspects, they would say we live on top of each other, right? But with the saying that, you, you want to have... When you come out your house, you want to see nice looking things. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to you want to see the grass cut. Mm-hmm. You want to see the cars. You know, not like you said, like not abandoned cars sitting in front of your house. You want to see the sidewalks paved. Mm-hmm. You know, but for some people, they don't really care about that kind of stuff. I have neighbors like that. Tyler, don't get me don't get me started about no neighbors yeah. now. I have a lot. So I have an empty lot next door to my house, right? And when, when they tore the house down, me and the neighbor on the other side said, we're going to put a fence up. Neighbors are not going to be able to get inside the lot, but we'll just take care of it. Mm-hmm. He moved on. Somebody else moved in. I still take care of the lot. It gets cut. I don't mm-hmm. cut it. Somebody comes and cut it for me. Now, my late neighbors to the left, we call them the triflings, okay? The, the, the trash is outside in front of the house. You know, mm-hmm. that's trash, open trash. The cats are in it. In the summertime, there's flies. You can barely open your door because flies are going to get into your house. You know, Nobody from the city comes out there and gives them a ticket. Nope. Nobody. <laughs> it only happened one time during the summer. And they was like, oh, why are they giving tickets out? And my wife was like, because you got that trash sitting out in front of your door with all the flies in it, you know? And but like, you're oh. paying for that service. Yeah. Your tax dollars pay for that service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it only came out once, yeah. So you have every right to raise sand about that because you're not getting what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. So what's really happening? Are you being robbed? They're stealing your money because you're paying, but you're not giving me 
what I'm supposed to get in exchange. Sure, right. okay. So that's L&I, license and inspection. <laughs> I told you. But it's not enough people that will hold the city uh, departments accountable. Mm-hmm. We have the power to do that. We do. Anytime we can go to a, 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 um, a major basketball game or one of those, you know, tournaments and, you know, I'm not in a sports like that, <laughs> but in up and down Broad Street and everybody's hooping and hollering when, you know, Philadelphia wins or whatever, yes. we can do the same thing when it comes to what we are entitled to in exchange for our tax dollars. And they clean those streets up after those parades and everything. Oh, they sure do. Okay. That's why tax dollars go to. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I know all about it. (laughs) I know all about it. But we need more people to speak up, hold the city accountable. We're paying them. Understood, yes. I don't like for people to take my money. No, neither do I. Like, like neither do I. If if I'm paying taxes, you got to do something with it. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I'm gonna stop paying these taxes. We could just, you know, we just leave everything the way it is. I mean, honestly, then that's that's what it should be, right? Right. You know, and take care of yourself. Listen, as much money as we, as we got to put out for taxes, yes. if if we just like, all right, I'm not paying taxes no more. Everybody stop paying taxes <laughs> until they start fixing stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't pay another dime in taxes. Mm-hmm. Watch what happens. And you know what? Someone, <laughs> <Watch what happens. laughs> someone owns that property. Someone yeah. still owns that property. That property is owned by someone. Well, the city had it available for $9,000. <coughs> and if you wanted to pay $9,000 for the lot, you can go down to the city, I guess the city hall. Right. But nobody went down there. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe somebody needed to. Then the city owns it. Yep. The city owns it. And they should keep it up. Mm-hmm. They should keep it up. And they should give you a refund for all the upkeep you keep on. Exactly. Okay. Better yet, go down there and see if you can purchase it. Not a bad idea. All right. Yeah. Make it. <laughs> a- <laughs> Not a bad idea. For nine thousand dollars, make it. Listen, that's real estate. Especially in hot Philly. Ooh, hot Philly. Hot Philly. Real estate. You know. Hot. You know. Okay. Yeah, you probably would. Exactly. Yeah, you probably would. No, don't worry, Ty. Yeah, buy it. I go, I go put it, put your tent out that joint. <laughs> you waiting for there. you waiting for one of those big developers to come in? Cause they coming. They coming from New York. That's where they coming from. Yeah, goodness. And you know, even with you talking about that, that's an element of something I think people don't think about as far as voting. Mm-hmm. There should be laws. There should be laws on the books about developers coming to cities and developing cities. Or developing neighborhoods, shall I say. Yep. There should be laws in the books because there are too many communities that are changing so rapidly, not just because of cost of living, mm-hmm. but because these developers are coming in and don't care about the communities they're changing. I'd love to have one sitting here right next to me, had him explain to me, like, you know, what's more important to you than money? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's all it seems like. It's all about money. Let me flip this, make this next 50000 right. and do this again. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the whole process for them where they can make their next quick hundred thousand, whatever they can make, whatever flip, mm-hmm. and you're losing the value of those communities, communities in and particularly even in West Philly that holds so much value. People have generationally been raised in these communities, mm-hmm. and now it's like you can throw your hands up in the air. You can't afford to. You can't even afford to stay. No, you can't. The taxes are too high. Cost of living is too high. That's why. I guess what? Guess what? They're moving to. They moving to the county. Yeah. They moving to Yaden. They moving to Upper Darby. They moving to Darby. They moving to Chester. Mm-hmm. They moving to Marcus Hook. That's where they moving. Mm-hmm. They moving to Drexel Hill, Clifton Heights, mm-hmm. Alden. I can keep going. That's where they moving because the cost of living in the city is too much. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't think your vote in this situation matters, it definitely matters. It absolutely matters. It definitely matters. You know, you're, like you said, your your quality of life should is definitely on the ballot. Yeah, absolutely. it definitely is on the ballot. Um, what, what, tell me this: what, what do you think, or why do you think local leaders are not as engaged with the younger generation as they should be? They don't feel it necessary, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. 
that's the future right there. When them leaders dead and gone, these are the ones that's going to be coming in. That's the problem. The interaction most local um, leaders have with the younger generation includes like a party or school bag, giveaway, haircuts, something of that nature. We need something that's more substantive. That, but it's so pacifying. It's, it's so pacifying. Yeah. And, and we've got to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about that because, you know, what's, what's, that, movie? what's that movie with Denzel Washington I love so much? Uh, American Hustler. And in American Hustler, you can see Bumpy Johnson, Thanksgiving comes. He comes, opens up the truck, he's giving out turkeys. That is no different than what these politicians do. That's right. It's the exact same thing. That's pacifying. Let's show them a little bit so we can keep them at bay. So, listen, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. Oh, I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm loving this time. Anyway, friend, remember, you can call us with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-N-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. This is the Jimmy Bonds Podcast right here on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM.